0: Hello, and welcome back to Your second favorite podcast featuring your two favorite people with a new guest that is different every single episode. Just every single time. Every single time. And that show is Second Breakfast with Johnny and Alec featuring. Oh, featuring insert guest name here. The Triumvirate. This week. We have a special guest. Uh, He is 17 years old, Mm -hmm. goes to high school currently, because that's what 17-year-olds do. Nice. And his name is Keegan Daves. That's right, everybody. It's my brother. Hi, brother. (laughs) Say say hi, Keegan. Hello.
1: He did do the thing.
0: But that's fine. What was the thing? Yeah, yeah, I said, was... oh. And oh, you you say, "Say hi, hi Keegan." Oh, you say hi, Keegan. Okay. Yeah. You disappointed
1: us. Everyone listening, that's listening so far, they said it along with you, thinking that you were gonna say it. They're like, "Hi, Keegan." Oh, and now they're just they're listening to me say more.
0: bamboozled again. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> so, Keegan, Sorry, do you, you wanted... do you like cheese? <laughs> um. Not especially. <laughs> wow. Why? Um I don't know. Like cheese is a very broad category of food. There's a lot of different cheeses mm-hmm. and most of them I don't really like. So Wow. Which which is one cheese?
1: There's a I certain mean, Sorry, just before you go. A certain Jonas Brothers song and I think it's like Camp Rock 2. Whenever he was singing, how he, he hated cheese because it smelled like feet. Is that why you hate
0: cheese? Um, no. It's just <laughs> uh, that could be a factor. But, okay. Uh, I think most like when you ask me if I like cheese, I think of just eating like cheese, like raw cheese. You know, raw cheese. Oh. <laughs> like you know, just taking just a like block t- of cheese and taking a bite, which it does not appetiz- That does not sound appetizing at all. But then, mm. like, cheese on, I know like, burger is good.
1: People who had begged to differ from you uh, about about that, me in particular, uh, if I saw a b- block of cheese and I didn't have to pay for it, and they said, hey, go ahead and take a bite, absolutely take the biggest bite out of that block of cheese that I possibly could. <laughs> but to eat your own, I respect your decision-making and your thought processes. It, it makes sense, so... Appreciate you and glad you could be on the
0: show. Yes, thank you. I'm glad to be here. (laughs) Keegan is reluctant to be here. Yeah, reluctant, but incredible. It took a hot second for me to convince him to do it. Like, this is our second-to-last episode in the season, and he's like, yeah, I guess I'll do it, so... That is fantastic. Did you have any... What was
1: your biggest qualm about coming on the show? The 20s of people that would be listening, or, like...
0: (laughs) Oh, like, the idea of just being recorded is kind of weird. Like, I feel like I have to be, you know, extra or something. Oh, yeah, like, put it on, you know? Yeah. say... No, just, just be yourself, Keegan. You're good.
1: <laughs> I know what you mean, though. Like, I'll do that all the time. And then whenever there's cameras on, people have to be on, you know. What I mean? yeah. But I feel like in a podcast setting, you can kind of let your thoughts just kind of flow. Because other people are just kind of here for the ride right now. You know, we're trying to be entertaining and stuff. But I think well, we it's, it's not as do- much pressure as, like, being filmed and recorded and stuff.
0: Yeah, we, we we try to be entertaining through normal conversation, not trying to be extra. Just be ourselves. The best way you can over
1: explaining. That's my motto.
0: Exactly. So should we continue over explaining this or cut to the chase? Let's cut to. Awesome. Uh, do we want to go off your list first or mine? Let's do it. Let's go off my list, baby. Okay rolling the dice number 19 johnny tetris tetris (laughs) um so yeah
1: i guess i was thinking more of like spatially things when i wrote this down that's fine you know like or or you could go the route of video games that's also another thing or just tetris is the game itself you know so, I think we can go a lot of different ways. My way is, did you know that men are more spatially oriented than women? Did I say birthing persons? What? <laughs> You're not going know. <laughs> All my liberals got that one. Thank you for listening. <laughs> um, no, but it's it's true. I don't know why, but men... On on average, more uh, aware. Like we know what can fit into certain places. Why well, I, I should stop talking? But in a car, you no. Know, you open up the trunk of a car, and you're able to like pack things. Typically, men are better at doing that because they have better spatial recognition. Look it up. It's a
0: interesting. Yeah. Here, here's here's a little here's a little story. Um, back when I was in high school, my junior year of high school i was in a show called alice and it was um like a mix between alice in wonderland and through the looking glass um and it was actually written for our school our school was the first to perform it which was really cool um mm-hmm. but um every year um we went our, our theater group uh went to Ohio Thespians uh, Conference, um, where a whole bunch of schools around Ohio uh, took shows and we, we would just watch different, different uh, performances. And mm-hmm. so that year, we took our production of Alice. Um, and so, which means that we had to pack up the entire set um, to go with us. I played as Humpty Dumpty and while at first I was really upset, I ended up being okay with it because it was, it was okay. Um, but the thing is, when we took it to Thespian State Conference um, and we were packing everything up, we couldn't fit my wall into the truck. We couldn't fit Humpty Dumpty's wall into the truck and it really upset me. I, I was... I was scared to death because they were talking about how uh, I would have to just sit on the mushroom, which was on the other side of the stage and pretend oh. that was my wall, which would completely mess up the, uh, the staging and everything, all, all the directions and blocking and mm-hmm. all that. I was worried to death. And then I can't remember who it was that figured it out, but they, but they played a little game of Tetris. Um, with my wall and ended up putting <laughs> that thing in there and fitting everything. And I'm that is wow. like eight feet tall. And so they they managed to fit that, that into the truck with everything. I think that was Mr. Catris, but it could have been, it, it could have been Dave Mills. I'm not hundred percent sure. I can't remember correctly. Could have been the both of them. So I'll just say thank you to both of you for fitting that eight foot wall into the truck with everything else. Um so yeah, that's my Tetris story.
1: Nice! <laughs> yeah, it says it says here Men consistently outperform women on spatial tasks, including mental rotation, which is the ability to identify how a 3D object would appear if rotated in space. Which I really think that that's kind of neat. Just how men and women's brains work differently. You know? Yeah. Like your Tetris story, you know? It's it's just, you know, you know, you know. You know?
0: Yeah. Keegan, thoughts? Keegan, um, throwing it to you. Do you have a favorite Tetris block? Because I do. Really? <laughs> it's the purple T one. It's like the three with the one in the middle. Yeah. I like I play Tetris from time yeah, to time. Yeah, Keegan plays Tetris a lot more than I do. So, that's my favorite. I think they have names, but I don't know them off the top of my head. Well, then let's look them up. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: I bet no one at home know. Does anybody not know what Tetris is? Tetris is a game where you have to organize blocks in a block. And then when all the blocks are lined up in a row, then they points. That's Tetris. So, if anyone didn't know that, it's a game that's been around long before you were born. Person listening, okay.
0: okay. So, so here, here are the blocks. You got the I block, which is a light blue four by one. You have a J block, which is the dark blue. It's a three by one with one extra on on one of the. the I'm not describing that correctly. It looks like a J with four blocks. If that makes hmm. sense. Uh, you got your L block, which is orange, and it's the opposite of the J block. Um, you got your O block, which is just a two by two square. You got your S block where it's green and it, it kind of looks like an S. Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you got your T block, which is the one Keegan was describing. It's the purple one. Uh, and then you got your Z block, which is red, and it's the opposite of the S block. Yeah, um, the thing about the T block is that it can really go anywhere. It's very versatile. And, mm-hmm. it's, and so it's it often saves a day in a good Tetris match. Not that it's I can see it. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Plus purple is favorite color, so I think I definitely have to agree that the T-Block is the best block.
0: T-Block is probably the best one. Um, S-Block, I think. S-Block or Z-Block are my favorite to look at, though. Not if you're I, playing. Yeah. If oh, you're yeah. Playing. Not not if you're playing. Yeah. Says. Okay.
1: I like the I-Block. It looks neat. Oh, I nice and neat. And... Ne- it eyes. looks neat. Ne- Sounds like you're saying something backwards, you know, like know. you play it backwards than some other word. <laughs> uh,
0: what
1: was I going to say? Oh, there's a game on, I don't know if it's a Super Nintendo or N64. Is it Tetris? It's, it's like Tetris in the sense of you have to build like a castle pretty much. And there are all these cannons spread. And you have only a certain amount of time in the different blocks give you to kind of create your little board It has to connect so all of the, the pieces have to connect around at least one of these can camp- to form your castle and then you can shoot the other team's castle in this like firing phase so you have a building phase a firing phase and then the first person to not be able to complete their structure loses I'm trying to remember what the name of the game was but it was so it's it's great and it uses all the different Tetris shapes and you have to kind of you know work your way around building this castle and you can try to you know wrap cannons or just make a giant structure so it's harder to destroy. It's it's neat, really fun. I sure. I need to look up what that is.
0: Keegan, what was that game we played at the Schmitz? Balancing. Yeah, or? yeah. I don't know, but that was also pretty fun. It's like a competition where it's like the Tetris shaped blocks you'd have to balance them and they don't really like fit in necessarily so you have to get to the a certain point but then they can fall over at any time and yeah it's it's like a race to where like i think two to four people can play at once and you know blocks are just constantly falling and you have to get it onto your thing and whoever can build the highest one and keep it stable by the end of the race, you know, that person wins. And it's pretty cool.
1: Hmm. So. I like Tetris. is starting point for a bunch of things, you know? I feel like little kids just need to be introduced to it literally. Hey, you like Tetris? No. Hey, you like music? No. Hey, you like sports? No. And, like, you find their thing that they're really good at just by shoving random things in their face. Like the, like the avatar of The Last Airbender, whenever they, you know, gave, hang a bunch of toys, and then he picked the ones from the past <laughs> avatars. I'm not saying there's, like, really anything to that. That'd be kind of a cool way to find out people's, um, you know, like, uh, propensities for things. That'd be kind of neat.
0: Isn't that, like, a Buddhist thing, though?
1: Like... I, yeah, I know, but
0: it's...
1: <laughs> I'm saying there's flaws in it, but it's kind of cool to imagine it being a real thing.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: that way people just you know get the thing they want good at it the rest of their lives
0: for sure yeah. right, uh, next topic yeah alright this is going off my list oh uh, critical failure That's a, that's a number one yeah childhood nostalgia
1: Oh, snap. I have one that's related to that in a way on my list, but I don't know if we'll hit it. Probably not.
0: Well, then, okay.
1: We'll yes. Yeah. Just... It, it has to do with that. Okay. Um, um, man, I'm trying to. Think. So, when I was living in Wisconsin, we had these things that looked like little hot dogs, but they were out in the fields. I don't remember what they're they, they're on they're plants. They look like kind of corn stalks except they're Whoa. just holding...
0: You talking about those things that look like corn dogs? That yeah, like, they
1: look like corn dogs.
0: At the they got fluffy seeds. Whatever. What yeah, are what are those on? called? Like cat... Cat something. Oh, cat man. tail? Cat... I don't... Let me look it up. Cat tails... Yeah, they're cattails. They, they just, they're, yeah. Ah.
1: Oh, that's amazing! I just looked up uh, on images, and it's a, it's a corn dog, and it, but it's not. It's the cattail, and someone put mustard on it. <laughs> <laughs> they're just holding it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh uh, man, they look like corn dogs, they, they really do. But yeah. when you get childhood nostalgia, man, that hits me because we would go out and we would collect like 10 of those and we just start like because on inside it's just like dandelions. So, yeah, so imagine, but playing with it was super fun because then you're just able to get 10 of these. And, you know, rip them all up, throw it at your friends and stuff, and then they turn it into a plant monster. It's awesome.
0: Wow. That's horrifying, but cool. It only happened twice.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it was so fun. You have like corn dogs growing on plants. As a kid, that's so weird. And then when you eat corn dogs, you can never trust that it's actually a corn. Oh man.
0: Really a corn dog? Are you sure?
1: Has someone else taken a bite out of it? I don't know. First, and then I have a bunch of like dandelions stuffing in my mouth. Ugh. Yeah. Cattails. Keegan. Anyways. Yeah, Keegan. Keegan, what's up with you, man?
0: That's some uh, childhood nostalgia. Um, I've been thinking about this kind of recently. Just uh, like Alec and relate to this as well just um so like we used to like be able to go to our cousin's church sometimes and we would like play a big game of hide and seek Mm. with all the cousins just like in their church and it was a lot of fun i have a lot of memories of that i recently got to relive that a little bit that's cool yeah the the church is like a it's a big old church you know um not like massive, but like it's, it's big and exploratory. And so there, there's 13 of us cousins on my mom's side of the family. And so that that's total amount. Um, And so when we're all together for like a, a family reunion or whatever, we, we would, we would do that. Um, We'd go over to the church and then just, you know, hide and seek it out um but even when when there weren't like all of us there there was still a good chunk because the cousins that go to that church um there's 5 of them and so there would at least be 8 of us playing um so it, and and it was never really like traditional hide and seek it was more like hide and seek tag right oh so, god there were like i have like vivid memories of for my life, <laughs> playing hide and church. And it was also like, it wasn't my church, so I didn't really know it that well. So there's always these like weird, creepy rooms that, yeah, fun to go into and just like, wait dude, out. a dark nursery lightning. Oh, I have a yeah. specific memory. We like, so like, all the like hiders got together, and there was also like a group of seekers at that point. Maybe I don't remember exactly how. But we just, like, walked into a dark nursery and shut the door. And there was only one door. And there were, like, there had to have been more than just the cousins playing that day. Because we were, there was just a whole bunch of us just cramped in this one small dark room with everyone else just on the outside. I don't even know, like, what our plan was because we just sat in there for, like, ten I think, minutes. I think just, I remember that. Just, like, waiting. Because, like, they knew we were in there. But they just couldn't open the door because we were holding it <laughs> shut. So... <laughs> We just sat. <laughs> that oh. was always fun. Oh man. Oh that's I yes.
1: Guess. Nurseries are when they're dark. Are frightening when they're dark. I was yeah. uh, recording a, a song with Kaylee for one of the services because we we use a track if we want to sing together because we don't have a lot of people that play the songs for us. Uh, so Kaylee and I will go to the church and we'll record on the piano at the the, the soundtrack that we're going to be using just via piano and we were there one night it was about 9 o'clock on a Saturday and we were just finishing up the recording and the entire pew just every and not, not all at once the back one the creek and then one in the middle and then another one in the back on the other side and we're like is someone here and it's just completely dark except for just the light and so the entire pews all of that is dark oh age and i have like the computer and everything and i'm looking around i'm getting freaked out when we finished we we jetted we left so fast (laughs) Staying here, I don't want to die. And the church was all locked up. It was only
0: us, and that's why it was just so freaky. Yeah. Oh. Uh. Uh, there was there was one time. It was last summer. Um. Uh. Peter Holloway and Tyler Juvenal um, were were in Ohio for someone's wedding, but they were heading down to uh, South Carolina. And so uh, they stopped um, and stayed the night uh, at our church. Um, So uh, essentially, I was, it it was a Saturday night, um, and I was, uh, you know, waiting on them to show up. But because it was a a long drive from where they were uh, to where we are. Um, it took them a hot second. They didn't get there, get, get to the church until like one in the morning. And so for about an hour, I was at the church all alone, midnight, pitch black, everywhere. And I was just sort of walking around uh, waiting for them. And oh my gosh, it was frightening. Just walking into the sanctuary and just... It's like pitch black other than the small lights from the windows yep. from the outside. Oh, freaky. Johnny, Hold call? on. Hello? <laughs> this
1: is Wilbur, and I'm calling in a recording line. We're recording for Susan Mejia. Susan Mejia, are you here? <laughs> it's not my name. This is. Anyways, I've been getting those calls. I'm, I'm, you know, my job requires me to answer the phone whenever anyone calls me. Because it could be anybody, you know? Right. Yeah. So I have to answer those calls. And I get so many junk calls. Because I'm right. And apparently this number that I got, you know, local in the area was given out. Like so many times, I was going to make a lewd reference to night women, but I did not. <laughs> because <laughs> this number has been passed around so frequently. It is disgusting. I get calls from so many people. Your insurance is out of date. Your insurance is out of date. And also, have you seen Susan Mejia? Who is she? Where is she? What have you done with her? And that's what they keep asking me. And I'm like, I. <laughs> this is <laughs> <a trick>. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! Anyways, sorry. I, I'm sorry to ruin the thing. Just, just not ruin it, but derail our conversation. So, yeah. Ugh. Yes. And
0: Crazy people.
1: It is, and they call. Doesn't matter what you're doing. Excuse me, ma'am. It gets twenties of ten, thirties, maybe even forties of views.
0: That's, if that's... you even knew what
1: you were doing right now, you'd you'd not call. <laughs> you can get on the show another way. I promise. Oh my goodness. Sorry, but I'm not. <laughs> Keegan, how are you doing? You still, you still with us? <laughs> yeah, I'm still here. <laughs> Good. Um, question: watermelons, yes or no? Yes. Very nice. Please. Like you were, you were talking about the darkness consuming well, you and the lights I... barely peering in. We can drop it.
0: I, on, yeah, I think, I think I was done anyways like it's not it's not like that phone call interrupted me at all so all right moving <laughs> right along Jeez, it does okay number two johnny Ooh, let
1: me just i was out of my list okay we got weird al
0: i uh, love that guy We talked about weird al before we may have mentioned him before. Yeah, I don't think we've, like, talked... But, like, we've never delved into him before.
1: Yes. Keegan, you know who Weird Al is, correct? Of course. Okay, sure. awesome. Keegan, what is your... What is the most related...
0: <laughs> uh, from Weird Al to your life? Oh, gosh. Um, that is a deep question. Wow. Um, I have to think about the discography of Weird Al. And... How it relates to my life? Um, I don't know if I could give you an answer. Uh, <laughs> you love Rocky Road, perhaps? I don't. I feel like I only really know like the the hits, like they, oh, okay. kind of, like Amish Paradise or White, White Ner- and Nerdy. Yep. Bat. Eat it. The Star Wars one is the saga, saga began. Oh, yeah. Ugh. I love Trapped in the drive through. That's, like, it's really long, but it's really funny. Another one that's, that's really long and really funny is Albuquerque. Yeah. Really love Albuquerque. He, like,
1: saws uh, off a person's arms. <laughs> that yeah. Midway through the song. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh. Dude, that yeah, that that song is hilarious. I was actually just listening to that one um, with Kaylee, and it's like yeah. a 13 minute song. And it's we were so driving from but... like an adult league soccer thing that I do, and I was just like, "Oh, Weird Al, yeah, Weird Al." This is a couple, uh-huh. and it's <laughs> to Albuquerque, and I'm like, "Oh, I've listened to this in forever. I don't even remember listening to all of it ever. We listened to all of it." <laughs> by the end, she was so confused. <laughs> <laughs> but I know Weird Al. I was like, "This makes perfect sense." Yeah. It was so, uh,
0: question, Johnny. Mm-hmm. I know I watched this uh, with Kyle Ellidge at school. I don't know if I watched it with you at all, but I'm pretty sure I've talked about it before. Have you have you seen the movie UHF UHF I don't think so so. no let me look it up it's so funny you need to watch it you would love it oh wow I think think Keegan is annoyed by it at this point I've seen it a lot I don't know if I could enjoy it the same that a newcomer could probably it's so funny because it's so ridiculous what is it called it's called UHF. Uh, UHF. The, the, the plot of it is that Weird Al's character, um, who has like this very active imagination, like can't ever do anything with it, like actively, um, and so his uncle ends up getting ownership of this really crappy UHF TV station. And he just gives it to Weird Al's character, um, and so Weird Al gets to actually use his active imagination and to, to make all these random TV shows, and it's so funny. Kramer from Seinfeld is in it, um, and he's he's hilarious. Um, it's it's you would love it, Johnny. I it's it's definitely one of those shows that's like so freaking stupid that it's funny, but I know yeah. some don't enjoy that kind of thing. I sure would. You would. You need to watch it with Kaylee. Yes, I don't know that she would enjoy it, <laughs> <laughs> but you ought to watch it. It's hilarious.
1: It uh, looks funny. Weird Al has had such an extensive career. I know. It's gone for so long. 80s, like early 80s.
0: Yeah. Maybe and even he, 70s. I don't I don't know. Uh he hasn't really slowed down at all. Mhm. Um like he's still coming out with stuff. Yeah, he
1: compilation with oh, what was it? Uh, I'm trying to think it- Hamilton, yeah,
0: yeah, he did a Hamilton polka, where it was a uh, just a mashup of a whole bunch of Alexander Hamilton songs, and uh, it, it's honestly, I th- I think it's really good. Like, yeah, or, like sure, sure, there's the funny, weird Al polka stuff in there, but like as far as mashups go, it's really good. It it's is really hardly put together. And what what I, what I like about Weird Al and his songs is that you know he's he's a parody artist but it's but he's like he doesn't just make fun of the songs he like creates his own songs from the songs yes yeah absolutely like a lot of a lot of quote-unquote parody artists now like just take a song and then make fun of it to the tune of that song well weird out Al- he takes a completely different concept and just put it to the tune of the song. And that's hilarious. I love
1: the song begins mostly yeah. because the original American pie, right. That it's based yeah. off of. It's just so well known, but I was listening just to compare the two. This is why I put it. I've been wanting to talk about it, obviously, but um there are, where? I think it's. I think his name is Don McLean the guy who wrote American Pie I'll, I'll do a quick
0: mm-hmm.
1: Pie um, song there's a movie called American yeah it's Don McLean um, Don McLean that's his name Don McLean and there's a part where he goes like he like adds a little and then um in the same part of the song weird out does the same thing yeah and so it's not just like you know he's making fun of the words but he is in a way paying obscure respect yeah he's copying you know yeah. I I just really thought that that kind of great because I'm like even vocally he's trying to mimic them to a certain degree. Yeah. I I really like it. I just I like it. and he makes me so happy because I'm like this man has such respect that he'll even he'll make fun of the funnier elements of people's voices like he pays attention so yeah. much that he really dealt even the vocal performances of people. Mm-hmm. I like it. It's
0: Keegan, thoughts? We're well, yeah, pretty pretty much a classic guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have much to say about him. Yeah. Well okay then. Funny guy. Funny g- Yeah. Next Okay, here we go. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Books!
1: Oh, snap. I'm about to get roasted by everyone.
0: Well, Johnny, if you're about to get roasted by everyone listening, I'm also about to get roasted by everyone listening because I don't read. I don't know how to read. I've read some. (laughs) <laughs> this category was meant for you then. Keegan, take it away. Uh, so, just books in general? Yeah, okay. like favorite book, not favorite book. I've been reading a book for the past few months. I enjoy the book. It's Dune. The book is Dune by Frank Herbert. Yeah. Yes, it's a sci fi book. They're coming out with a movie. Yes, I'm it's ex- supposed to be later yeah, this year, December of this year. I'm reading the book because I want to see the movie, Um, and I'm taking my time, but I am enjoying it, and I probably won't finish it for another couple months, but it's a good book. Yeah. I would like to read Dune at some point. My, My issue with reading books is this. I will pick up a book, and I will start reading it. I may get a chapter into it. I may get a few chapters into it. And it doesn't matter how much I'm enjoying the book or how much I'm not enjoying the book. Odds are I'm not going to finish it. Yeah. A couple years ago for Christmas, Keegan and my sister Tori got me a Star Wars book. Um... Master and Apprentice, I believe it's called. I read the. Oh, is it the one about Palpatine, Qui Qui Gon and Obi Wan?
1: Oh, because there was one that came out about the Wise, and it was all about um, Emperor Palpatine's like rise, I guess, and working with his master.
0: I think you're thinking of Plagueis. That's probably it. Um. But, uh, yeah, so I, I read the first chapter of Master and Apprentice, and I really enjoyed it. And that was a couple years ago, and I haven't picked up the book since. Uh. So it's, it's not about me not enjoying books. It's about me not taking the proper time to read them. Yeah. I haven't read before, and I've enjoyed some of them. My favorite book of all time is uh, *A Princess of Mars* by Edgar Rice Burroughs, um, and I love that book to death. It ends on a cliffhanger, and I haven't read the rest of the series, even though I have the next four books. <laughs> That's pretty great. Yeah, when I was when I was in junior high. Um, they had us read The Giver. It was a struggle for me to get through that whole book. Not because it wasn't a good book, but because the fact that I had to read it for school made me not enjoy it at all. Yep. And so yep. I hate The Giver. Not because it's not a good story, but because I was forced to read it in school. Somehow I managed to read the whole thing. And then the next year, they had us... Re- no, sorry. Later that year, they had us read the sequel, which is Gathering Blue. I read about mm. half of it. Did not finish it. Then the next year, had us read the third book, Messenger. I read maybe a chapter of that. Did not finish it. Then they had us read the fourth book. I read, like, the first page. Did not finish it. So... That's me in reading. I, I enjoy books. I enjoy the stories they tell. I just can't sit down and read like a whole book. It's hard for me to do that. Because it's, it, I have to take the time to do it. I've read all of The Hobbit. I've read all of The Fellowship of the Ring. And I've read half of The Two Towers. I need to go back and reread those. All the way through. Because Lord of the Rings is incredible. But that's
1: the books. The only book that I actually and I loved was Ivanhoe because I listened to it downstairs in my room as I was like walking around, and so I myself in the place of Ivanhoe, and pretty, it's the coolest tale ever, and it's Robin Hood. It has King Richard and it's just so it's so good it's so good and i would recommend that to anybody who likes medieval anything fantasy or anything like that it has it also has some political um like they're story and they're treated horribly by like everybody pretty much they're you Anchors and stuff, but then one of them has this. She's very pretty and she can heal people because of you know, uh, things that she knows about from her land, you know, ointments, stuff like that. And then she gets branded a witch. And then this one guy who took her is like, I don't want her to die, but he's a good guy, he's like a bad guy knight. And he's like, he almost tries to, like, I you know, trigger warning. For He's almost about to rape her. And then he, she's like, hey, cut that out. You're a knight. You're supposed to be above this. Like, hold yourself to the higher standard that you said you would. And then he just, like, crazy on himself because he's like, I am such a stupid. And that was horrible of me. And he's like, I pledge that I'm going to die before you do. And so then he like a complete 180 in his character because he's actually like held to the same standard that he was holding, you know, supposed to holding himself to. It's just wild, man. It is wild. It's cool though. It's super neat. Like there are a bunch of story threads that are being uh, strung throughout and it's really a great book. If you have not read it, it's by Sir Walter. Such a good, I almost said movie um, book, such a good book. That I actually I, I can't say I read it because I didn't I didn't do it, but you know, books I uh, completed I
0: witnessed <laughs> was was
1: presently involved with
0: I don't know. Um, you know, speaking of, um, medieval fantasy, a trailer for the movie The Green Knight came out today. It looks so good. I'm so excited for it. The Green Knight is... It's based, it's based on the, it's Arthur, the Arthurian legend of Sir Gawain and the Green Knight. Um, and w- a, a story which I actually do want to sit down and read at some point. Yeah. But, man, it looks the Green so Knight. Good. It's so interesting because that is
1: part of Ivanhoe as well. Isn't so it? it's based. So you have, uh, who was it, King, King Richard, right? Like the, the actual good. One. He's been back, but he's played as one of the knights who kind of accompanies Ivanhoe for a little bit, and then like goes off and does his own thing. And then he comes back with an entire army, and he's like, "Oh yeah, by the way, I'm the king." And you're like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> so that was great. Yeah. yeah, let's go teach these guys a lesson. It's phenomenal. No. Love it. Love Ivanhoe, it has like I said, it has so much it has, that you're just like, oh, Robin Hood, and you're like, oh, the Green Knight, and then you're like, oh, snap, yeah, that's Richard King. It's it's great. Jewish people too. It's fantastic. <laughs> fantastic man, Ivanhoe is. Sorry, I'm sure the Green Knight, but every single time I see anything medieval, I'm I'm always comparing it oh now it's bad because it's like yeah. do you ever do that keegan you ever do that with books you start it with other books that you've read and you're like oh man this this but this one did it better
0: yeah i'm sure like maybe not books specifically but you know movies or tv shows or video games or whatever i've probably done that before
1: do you have any examples um I was going to say yeah like do you have anything that you see side by side I mean granted you have like Star Trek and Star Wars they're very different to people who pay attention but <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs>
1: but like is there anything kind of in that vein of oh that's kind of similar but I really preferred the
0: um I've just kind of been thinking about this lately but have you ever seen the movie Signs? I have not. No. It's, it's, um, oh, what's the director's name? M. Night Shyamalan. Shyamalan. Yeah. Yeah. It was his first movie, I believe. (laughs) What was his first movie then? It wasn't, maybe The Sixth Sense, but it wasn't. Sixth Sense was not the first movie. It was signs. Yes, it was, Keegan. I'm telling you, it was signs. I will bet you money, Alec. Okay, here we go. It definitely wasn't signs. Yeah. it was Six Sense came out three years before Signs. Was- what? Wow. Well, anyways, the Six Unbreakable
1: Sense is- came out before Signs. Is-
0: Did it really? Yeah. Later, two thousand two. Mm-hmm. I definitely thought Signs was his first movie. No, I'm Mm-mm. pretty sure. Um, that's crazy. But yeah, so that's a movie that is. Uh, really good, but it's very similar to the film uh, a quiet place. Have you seen that one yeah. uh they are both very similar. they're both like alien invasion films, but the aliens aren't a big appreciate uh the aliens aren't like a big uh part of the film necessarily the characters and the family drama um and they both take place on farms. There's a lot of visual similarities between the two, um, but I th- Signs is a really good movie that I kind of prefer a lot more than. Interesting. Yeah.
1: Which one was the M Night Shyamalan movie? Die from water or something like that.
0: That's signs. signs. That's, that's signs. signs. Okay. Well, I've I've heard a few that's memes about that movie then. Yeah, that that's kind of like the big twist at the end. So, oops. I don't even Street like saying morning. That. <laughs> I don't even like saying that. It's but like that—that's that's like the big thing but, that happens. In yeah. the movie. because all of his movies have a big thing that happens. Well, no, most of his movies have. Avatar: The Last Airbender does okay. not have a big twist. It no, had no. the <laughs>
1: biggest twist of all.
0: It was the bad. Big, yeah, <laughs> the big twist of Avatar was that it was bad. I mean, like um, even movies like Split doesn't have a twist. Split has a twist. I haven't seen it, so <laughs> I wouldn't know. <laughs> well, <laughs> The, the twist in Split <gasps> is that, that it's, it's a sequel, but that's that's like, that's which I, like, I it kind of bugged me. Because would you say like every Marvel movie ends on a twist because there's no a because scene? because you know that it's an already established <laughs> thing. When you first watch Split, you have no idea. You think it's just its own movie, and yeah, then at the but, very end of the movie, Bruce Willis the, shows up and he's like, "Oh yeah, yeah, this happened." A cameo from Bruce Willis does not have anything to do with the plot of the film. But you know it's a twist mean? in the film. It kind of, but it.
1: The whole world, in a way. You know yeah. what I mean?
0: Yeah. It's, it kind of I,
1: reveals that it's bigger than it is.
0: There was one point where I had this running. Hey, no, no, no. <laughs> I'll
1: actually defend what you were saying about the Avengers with the end credit thing. So the one with um, Thanos. The first one, whenever he says, like, fine, I'll do it myself. And then he grabs his glove. As much as it didn't make sense,
0: that that was was a
1: twist, right? In the sense of, like, oh, snap. So there's this big bad behind it all. Like, okay.
0: People who knew,
1: knew, but.
0: Let let, let me me just correct you for a hot second. The end credit scene that you just mentioned, that was at the end of Age of Ultron. The one at the end of. The, the one at the end of the first Avengers film, shwarma. It, it was it was shwarma, but but Thanos was there. Um, you know, at shwarma. At shwarma uh, uh, no, so, uh, <laughs> serving them shwarma. But but at at the end of the event, <laughs> it showed Thanos, um, his his like, uh, I I don't know, secretary or something, and he goes, he says something along the lines of to uh, to challenge the Avengers is to court death. And then Thanos turns and does a little smile. And then that was the. You know, uh, I remember that. Yeah. Um, but anyways, what I was saying was, uh, there was one point where I had this running theory, right? And it's, you can easily knock it down because it's just sort of like an amateur thing. Um, but the theory is that all of, or at least most of, M Night Shyamalan's films are in the same universe, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so, um, basically, there there are there are people with supernatural abilities, right? All all throughout it, right? You know, like in Unbreakable, he he uh, he's invincible, you know, and then. Sp- the sixth sense you know he can the the kid can see dead people um and it all i don't want to say it starts but signs right as you said it's revealed at the end that the alien's weakness is water if you've seen unbreakable um bruce willis's character in that he's he's basically invincible but he has one weakness it's water. <gasps> Bruce Willis is an alien? Is that what you're Bruce saying? Bruce Willis not necessarily is but could Maybe have get like uh, those powers from a, aliens. Yeah. Something like that. Interesting. And then, you know, last air The last air bet? Uh, no, no. That's not part oh. of it. Um, okay. Just <laughs> I feel like They have water. I feel like most of those movies are fairly self-contained. So it's like. Yeah. They they take place in the real world. That's like with a supernatural (gasps) twist real world. So I think it's like. It'd be like. Oh. The Martin Scorsese movies are in a cinematic universe. Okay. Not to the same extent. But you know. Yeah. Like. I I, I get it. And like I said. it's, It's not like. You know. This whole thing. But like. You know, it's, it's interesting to think yeah. about, you know, um, because they are so self-contained that it's not out of the ordinary to say that they could be all in the same world, you know, with these supernatural characters. Um, and I mean, we know the three of them are in the same world just because, you know, Unbreakable split and then Glass was the third one that brought them all together. Which I haven't seen yet. I really want to though. But anyways. Haiku time? Haiku time. What? what? Haiku time. Go. Make a haiku? Yeah. What is the pattern? Three, five, seven, five. Five, seven, five. Remember Keegan from Avatar? Yes. Five, yeah. seven, then five. Syllables mark a haiku. Remarkable oaf. Okay, you just am I supposed to improvise this? Just listen. It's it's just yeah. Just make a haiku. Okay. You're just gonna wait on me. Yeah. Just make a haiku. Um, I can I can go first. We'll we'll, we'll edit out the the cuts in between.
1: Hey, no, no, it's fine. I'll go. I'll go first. Well, I mean,
0: I already edited out the cuts in between, anyways, in every single Um, episode with the haiku, so it doesn't really matter. But go first.
1: Okay. Uh, so to show you how it's done. I'll do it. Um, Bob, 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 Bob. Bob, 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 Builder Bob. Bob the Builder Bob.
0: That's... Is that your haiku, Johnny? No. Okay, good.
1: That was just an example <laughs> of a haiku. My haiku Wait. is... Hi, my name is Bob. I am Bob the Builder Bob. 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 The. Builder. Me. can we fix it yes we can
0: (laughs) (laughs) anyway keegan go for it my turn Um, i'm gonna need to figure out how to edit that but okay how, how can i follow that one up um okay uh what is a haiku? <laughs> um that was a good I feel like that was a good starting point. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know that's a third of the way. Yeah. Um they say it has to no wait. <laughs> It has seven syllables? That's, That's way too many yeah, syllables. <laughs> it has seven syllables. It has seven syllables in the middle line? Yeah. What is wow! It? it has seven syllables in the middle line. What is a haiku? It has seven syllables in the middle line. Okay, yeah, there we go. Good job. Oh, nice. Good job. Okay. Um, Keegan is our guest. He wants to watch Vince. No, no. He. No. Okay. Keegan is our guest. Wants to watch Invincible. It is a good show. I've seen Invincible. I have not finished it yet. Like you've it's... seen all of it, you've seen the whole show so far.
1: I've I seen the whole show. I watched it with Kaylee. We're well, like... like it as much as I did.
0: I I I figured she wouldn't like it as much. Yeah, uh, she thought not... it was kind of alright though. I have not seen the last two episodes, so. There are episodes. Yeah what i'm saying i tried to get them to watch the last two episodes last night they're like oh no four episodes is too much it's and mainly we, our dad well but also mm. not really mainly our dad it was it was kind of all of us we're like we just watched two whole episodes though. So. but we're gonna finish it tonight but Good. i'm a, a big fan of the comic book series because like oh, i want to get Gigan has, like, the entire thing. Three omnibuses. Like, I'm okay, talking huge chunks of books. It's 104 issues, and I read it in, like, two weeks. Oh, wow. Of that... um, yeah, it's probably one of my favorite comic books. Mm-hmm. And when it came to screen, I was very happy with the adaptation. It's very yeah. good. Well, le- let me let me specify keegan saw that they were doing a tv show um of this comic book series Mm -hmm. he then went out and bought all three of the you know omnibuses and read all three of them really liked it and watched the show and has been happy with it I, i just want to make clear he didn't he he didn't read them before he found out about Yeah. I just heard a lot of people talking about, like, I for a while I heard a lot of people talk about, like, this really good comic book series, Invincible. And then I heard, you know, I saw that the show was coming out soon, so I thought oh, I should probably start reading it now. Mm-hmm. And the first volume, and it was like, I read it really quickly, and I thought, like, like, I need the next volume now. So I quickly bought the other two, and it was very good. I recommend it good i like the show
1: um not for people with weak stomachs no yeah no. so um
0: basically, yeah so for reference without spoiling it um like occasionally i don't want to say i have a weak stomach but occasionally if things get really heavy really fast i tend to like i i don't really know how to explain it <laughs> Bro. I, to sick, but like, I just sort I of know. like these last two episodes dude yeah well <laughs> here's here's the thing like, like i i kind of get like mentally sick if that makes sense yeah yeah so and so just the first episode at the end caught me off guard like i wasn't expecting it mm-hmm. so um, was that with definitely- the justice league type thing yeah. Yeah. No, no yeah
1: no spoilers no spoilers just the there there's an equivalent justice league in this world
0: yeah um and so that just because of the fact that it caught me so off guard i definitely got mentally sick there um Mm -hmm. but uh but i'm excited to finish this show i've really enjoyed it so far good stuff tell me uh tell me when you do i think i i will definitely i'll 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 call you good
1: please do And we'll also call all of you listening. Individually.
0: Yes, everyone individually will call you
1: and let you know what what Alec how how it how it went.
0: Even this if episode won't be out by then because it's gonna be tonight that he's gonna call all of you. Yeah, so, for rest. So
1: yeah, so
0: already missed his call is what we're yeah. saying. <laughs> Phone, but I'm I'm not gonna call you back if you don't answer the first time. Yep. um so <laughs> um anyways. I think I think that'll about wrap up this episode. Um Yeah. lot. that was a lot of fun. I, I- that was, that was pretty good. Keegan, do you have any um what's the word I'm looking for? Plugs, you got any plugs. Anything you want me to, to plug shout it? myself out. I mean, if you mm-hmm. want to do what we do, um, okay. Um, I guess follow me on Instagram. It's... All right, I will. This is your Instagram? It is at Keegan Dave's. Cool. Do you do you have two Instagram pages, Keegan? Yeah, but that's my spam. That's the... But it's your movie thing. Yeah, but it's. But what yeah. is it though? Okay.
1: I it's think like, so. That's it's... an
0: elite club. That's oh, I certain people in that. Well, you don't have to let everybody in it just shout it out, and then you can pick and choose who's in it. Okay, that's Keegan Hosting. You hear that? So his actual account is at Keegan Dave's and his secondary account um, is called Keegan, where he talks about movies and stuff. How do you
1: spell your name?
0: K E E G A N night nice. So that's cool. Um anything else Keegan? Uh no. Oh, okay. I saw your request. Awesome. A- anything else Keegan? No. That's it. That's all folks. Okay, Johnny, any hey. plug. Hey, Chico
1: YouTube Joe crusher. It's just J-O-E-C-R-U-S-H-E-R on YouTube. Don't use the space. If you use I'll hate you. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, <laughs> don't do it. Also remember stop by the Instagram, hashtag Singrat, hashtag, Has- Has- hashtag, sing hashtag sticker gang. Hashtag Singrat. Hashtag sticker gang.
0: Keegan does not like that. I don't know what it is. What is what? You see, this is this is why you need to listen to the podcast, Keegan. Yeah, yeah. Um uh remember to follow our Instagram page. That's at J N A Triumvirate. Um I will hopefully continually this summer do some work on that to where there's more stuff on the Instagram page. Um look forward to the official uh color wars that we're going to be doing on there Sweet. it's gonna be brackets 120 crayola colors are gonna go at war with each other and it's up to you to decide the victor um like a whole thing, like a yeah story pool, yeah thinking. yep. we're gonna do a whole
1: storyboard it's gonna be incredible it's okay yeah um keegan you're gonna to have to help him a little bit though yes,
0: yes yeah i'm going to need some help with some people um So there's that Um, last week or not last week, last episode, we said that there would be three more episodes, including this one. We're going to change that due to um, uh, uh, me going on a work trip for six months. So, yeah, it's actually going to be this episode and the next episode is our final episode. Who do you got coming on? Um We have coming on both Kaylee Barr Leslie and Kayla Campbell, and that's going to be super exciting. Yeah, not the triumvirate. We'll get we'll f- quad we'll number quad quad number it. We'll figure it out. We'll the fix one it and in. only. Um, Wait, You asked me to come on yesterday. Yes. Did you, <laughs> did you just assume I was going to do it? No, we actually we, no we had we had someone else that we were going to ask but they couldn't do it. Oh, so I was just yeah. second. Yes. Okay. Sure. Okay. I get it. But I mean, it's not... <laughs> no, <laughs> it's... don't act like that you didn't even want to do this. Well, I'll say this. It's already I... too late. We have you. We can cut this out and post. Got him. <laughs> it, was... <laughs> it was a fun time. I enjoyed. It. All right. Well, um join us. Keegan.
1: Oh, sorry. Keegan. No, us... Uh, oh, sorry. No, no. Keegan, it was great to to talk with you and you seem like a great younger brother.
0: Uh, thank you. You're, you're welcome. <laughs> de- debatable, but uh, I'm the best younger brother you have, Alec. That's so. You're also the worst younger brother I have, so <laughs> there. Roasted. Um, so anyways, uh, uh, what was I going to say? Join us next week um, for our final episode of the season, season finale. It's going to be great. Uh, thank you, Keegan, for joining us this episode. Um, you know what they say. See you later, crocodile. <laughs> I hate you. I number